All right, Isaiah 58, and we'll just read verses 8 through 12. Isaiah 58, verses 8 through 12, say this in the Word of God. Then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thine health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy reward. Then shall thou call, and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and he shall say, Here I am. If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, the putting forth of the finger, and speaking vanity. And if thou draw out thy soul to the hungry, and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity, and thy darkness shall be as the noonday. And the Lord shall guide thee continually, and satisfy thy soul in drought, and make fat thy bones. And thou shalt be like a watered garden, and like a spring of water, whose waters fail not. And they that shall be of thee shall be the, build the old waste places. Thou shalt raise up the foundations of many generations, and thou shalt be called the repair of the breach, the restorer of paths to dwell in. Let's pray again. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come before you today through the blood and the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, we just uh, thank you for being a good and merciful and gracious God. <laughs> Lord, you're altogether lovely. Lord, you do with all things well. Lord, you're fairer than 10,000. Lord, you're the rose of Sharon and the lily of the valley. Lord, you're the captain of our salvation. Lord, you're the lifter up of our head. Lord, you're our refuge. You're our rock. Lord, you're our fortress. Lord, you're our strong and mighty tower. Lord, you're all that we need. Lord, we just praise you. Lord, we pray for those that might be here, those that might be listening in, that, Lord, are not saved. Lord, as they just sang, uh, dear God, uh, help them to come to Calvary, help them to realize there's still power in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, the blood of Jesus Christ still cleanses from all unrighteousness if they'll put their trust in the finished work of Christ. Lord, we pray for those that need help physically. Lord, touch them today and give them what they need. Lord, we think of Sister Barnett as she's in rehab and, and others, Lord, that just need help in that area. Lord, please work miracles in their lives to your honor and glory. Lord, we thank you for Sister Clark being here today. We thank you for Sister Meredith and others that haven't been able to be here for a while, Lord, and just to continue to bless them. And Lord, I pray that, Lord, as we look into the Word of God today, God, you would have your will and way in our life. Lord, help just the things of earth to grow strangely dim. And Lord, help us to leave here with our eyes beholding the Lamb of God. So, God, we give you the glory for all things. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. And, of course, uh, uh, we could read this whole chapter, and there's a lot of wonderful things uh, in this chapter. I like verse 1. Cry loud and spare not. Lift up thy voice like a trumpet and show my people their transgression in the house of Jacob their sins. Amen. Boy, any preacher would like that verse. Amen. Uh, they like to cry, uh, cry loud, uh, shout loud, preach loud, whatever. That's a good verse right there. But today we want to focus on verse 11. Verse 11, again, which says this, And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought, and make fat thy bones, and thou shalt be like a watered garden, and like a spring of water whose waters fail not. Amen. A good uh, question to ask this morning, is it possible to have supernatural guidance in your life? Amen. And the answer is yes. Isn't that a wonderful thing? Amen. That God wants to work in and through your life. It says the Lord shall guide thee. Amen. That's a wonderful thing that the Lord desires to guide you. And notice that word continually. I like, I like this definition of that word continually. It means without pause. You know, sometimes we're uh, maybe uh, watching something, the phone rings, whatever, and we'll hit pause, or we're listening to something, and we'll hit 
pause. Well, hey, God never wants to hit pause in your life. You see, the Bible teaches us, right, in Philippians 1, 6, that he began the day you got saved. God began a good and great work in your life. Amen. And he never wants to have to hit pause. Now, uh, maybe if you do some things, he might have to to uh, get you back online like it talks about in this chapter. But you know what? God never wants to hit the pause buzz. He wants to continue to be moving and doing and working in your life. That is what he is here for. You see, God revealed his goodness. Amen. The Bible says the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. God revealed his goodness when he allowed the Lord Jesus Christ, amen, to pay the price for our sin. Talk more about that in a minute. But he revealed his goodness uh, uh, in, in your life. So and then after we get saved and rejoice in his goodness, now he wants to reveal his what? Guidance in our life. Amen. He's revealed his goodness. He's a good God. But on a daily basis, right, without hitting the pause button, amen, moment by moment, he wants to reveal his guidance in your life. You see, he loved, amen? Again, that's why there's a Calvary. He loved, and once you've put your trust in that love that he revealed, now he wants to lead on a daily basis. You know, it doesn't matter what age or stage you might find. I, I use that phrase all the time. You say, why? I say, because I like it, okay? I like it, right? It doesn't matter what age or stage you are in life or find yourself today. We all need guidance. We all need guidance. Most people at any given time in their life, again, doesn't matter the age or stage, at any given time in their life have important decisions to make in life. You have any at this time? Raise your hand. You got important decisions. I mean... Right, right. We all have important things going on in our life. I have important decisions I'm, I'm asking uh, uh, guidance for and, and, and things in my life and people that I'm praying uh, for as well. We all have those things. Many decisions we face, right, can often be life-changing, life-changing decisions, whether about relationships. Are you listening up, young people? Amen. Relationships. Let me say that again. I heard a, I heard a giggle, so I better say it again. Relationships, young, uh, young people, or I don't know, maybe some of the older people. I don't know what's going on. I'm not gonna, I'll leave that one alone, all right? But our jobs, right? People looking, you know, uh, sometimes we hit points in our job or careers, and we might see, be seeking a new direction. Our, our finances, education, again, young people, you know. Uh, uh, going, going to college or going to the military or all these things, uh, even major purchases about, listen, you should not uh, uh, buy a house without praying about that. That's for sure. Uh, maybe medical needs, things going on. You're praying about many other things. But here's the great thing. God is concerned. God cares. God cares about these things. And God wants to guide you in every area of your life. Just notice some things again uh, mentioned in this verse. He says, he says what he'll do as, as he guides you and mentions some other things. It says, satisfying the soul in drought. Satisfying the soul in drought. You know, I put here, he guides my halves. He guides my house. When you think about a drought, you think about a parched place, right? It's hard to find things in a drought. It's hard to find things in a drought. But this verse tells us when others can't get what they need, the child of God 
can get what he needs. Amen. So he will provide and he guides concerning my halves, if you will, making sure I have what I need. Amen. Daily life. Give me this day my daily bread. He guides in my halves. And then it says there, uh, it says there, and make fat my bones. Do you know that that speaks of health? That speaks of health. He guides my health. So I need to trust him with my health. And when I have things going on uh, in my life, I need to seek his guidance uh, even in those areas. It says like a watered garden. I think about that, right? And my growth as a Christian, right? He guides my happiness. He cares about my happiness. Matter of fact, uh, he says he wants your joy to be full. Again, he doesn't just want you to be joyful, J-O-Y-F-U-L, just have that emotion. He wants you to be J-O-Y space F-U-L-L, full of joy, amen, is what he wants you to be full of. He cares about your happiness. And then like a spring of water whose waters fail not, amen, those waters fail not, amen, he's guidance, right? He guides my hope, amen, uh, no matter what's going on in my life, he makes sure the waters are there. He makes sure the supply is there that no matter what's going on in my life, I can have hope, amen, no matter what I may be facing in life. So again, he cares about my haves, he cares about my health, he cares about my happiness, happiness he cares about my hope and he wants to guide in every area of our life matter of fact one of our favorite psalms right psalms 23 verse 3 says what he restoreth my soul and what he leadeth me he leadeth me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake he leadeth me why because that's what a shepherd does <laughs> that is what a shepherd does and you know what happened when you got saved the Bible tells us this in 1 Peter 2, 25. For ye were a sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your soul. You see, amen, you're that, you're that, you're that, that, little, that little lamb, amen, and he wants to guide you. Boy, I remember, I remember my first paid performance as, a, as, a, as, a, as an actor. You guys didn't know I ever had a paid performance, did you? I remember my first paid, no autographs, please. Please, I just, it's too much, right? Right, my first paid performance. I was five years old, five years old. So worried I was gonna be in a play and so worried I wouldn't remember my lines. So worried, but mom, oh, mom, thank God for mama, right? She said, Jeff, if you do a good job, I'll give you a quarter. Now, hey, 50-something years ago, wow. 50-something years ago, a quarter was a lot. I mean, you could buy a lot of candy back when I was, you know, a kid for a quarter. I said, oh, man, I want to get that quarter. And we did the play, and I remembered my lines, and I got that quarter. You know, I was so excited, I remember to this day. And you know what? I still remember the lines from that play. Matter of fact, I'll, I'll, I'll recite them for you. Bye, bye, bye. I was the little lost sheep in that play. I was a little lost sheep. Listen, don't be the little lost sheep, amen? Be the one that stays close to him. Be the one that stays close to him. And he wants to guide you. He's your shepherd. And he wants to guide you in every area of your life. That's why he brought you back to himself. So he can lead you. He can guide you. That he can be there for every moment of your life. Amen? Without pause. Don't do something, amen, that puts that on pause. Amen? He wants to do it continually. He leadeth, now notice what it says, he leadeth me. It didn't say he leadeth us. You see, now we know he wants to lead us collectively as a church, but it says he leadeth me. You see, God delights to guide 
each of us on an individual basis. Amen. Like the song says, he treats me like I'm his only child. He wants to guide us each on a, uh, amen, on an individual basis. It says in that verse, he leadeth me in paths of righteousness. You see, you can trust God when you let him lead you and guide you. And let me say, young people, again, it matters what is guiding your life. It matters who you're following. It matters, amen, who you seek amen, for counsel in your life. And so God wants to lead you. And you can know this. It says, he leadeth me in paths of righteousness. He always leads in the right way. He always leads in the right way. And he always leads to the right place. He leads in the right way. He knows how to do it. And he leads to the right place. I like this verse, Isaiah 30, verse 21. Hey, if you're praying about something right now, if you're seeking God's guidance about a particular thing, hey, you should highlight Isaiah 30, verse 21, which says this, and thine ears shall hear a word. You know, he's here, that's like, got a word from the Lord? Hey, listen, the Lord wants you to have a word from the Lord. It says, thine ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying what? This is the way. Walk ye in it. That's pretty specific. You know, now we know there is a way, amen, but here he's saying this isn't just talking about salvation, this is talking about direction in your life. This is the way, walk ye in it, right? And when you turn to the right hand and when you turn to the left, God is there, amen, to give that guidance. This is the way, this is the direction I'm leading your life. This is, amen, the decision I want you to make. You see, whenever you're facing something, Remember, sometimes I know situations come that are overwhelming, but I always try to remember this. Hey, whatever's going on, God has a will in this situation. God has a will in this circumstance. God has a will in this direction, in this direction. And so he guides us as his children. Remember, guidance begins as a believer on the inside. Now, we know the Lord speaks to us through his word. And sometimes we're not guided by circumstances always, but the Lord can use circumstances, amen, to show in which direction he's leading. And even through other believers, a lot of times when I'm praying about something, you feel like uh, the Lord's leading in something, you know what? I listen to what people say. I pay attention to what's going on around me for the Lord to show uh, me something concerning that. But remember this, as believers, we are indwelt by the Holy Spirit of God. Right? It is through the Holy Spirit that lives in us. He gives divine impressions, if you will, about what we are to do. Divine impressions. I, I, I mean, when I, I pray about how often I remember clear impressions, amen, by the Holy Spirit of God in giving me direction in my life. And of course, to have the Holy Spirit, you must be born again. <laughs> you must be born again to even have the Holy Spirit of God dwelling in you. Notice John chapter 3, verses 1 through 6 say this in the Word of God. You know this story. It says, There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Verse 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's wombs and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now notice verse 6, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, 
and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Notice that statement. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit. And that is why you must be born again. Verse 7 says, marvel not that I don't be surprised that you must be born again. You see, because until we're born again, we're spiritually dead. Right? God wants to guide us. He wants to help us in life. So many people out in this world, they, they need direction. They need help in their life. And, they, you know, they, you know they, they get in some situation. What do they do? They cry out to God. Right? And God's under no obligation, right? Uh, really to them because they're not his child. He can have mercy on them. Sure, we've seen that. But he's under no obligation. But again, right? Uh, God is a spirit. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. But until we're born again, we're spiritually dead. Isaiah 59, 1 and 2 says this. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save. Neither is his ear heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. You see, because of sin, right? You're dead spiritually and you're separated from God and he's under no obligation to hear your cry. But thank God, the moment you repent of your sins and put your trust in the shed blood and death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen, you are quickened by the Spirit of God. Ephesians 2, 1, and you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. And what a wonderful thing, that moment you believe on him, amen, just like the day he created uh, Adam, it says, and God breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Well, that's what God does to you spiritually the day you get saved. The Spirit of God breathes life into your spirit, and that spiritual connection is made. And now the Spirit of God indwells your spirit, and now you can understand spiritual things. And now you can learn to grow spiritually, and you can learn to be sensitive, amen, if you will, to the promptings of the Holy Spirit as he guides you uh, through his word and other things. You can now, amen, because now you're spiritually alive. The Spirit is there to guide your spirit once you are saved. John 16, 13 says this, how be it when he, the Spirit of truth has come, he will guide you. He will guide you what? Into all truth right? Into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. Look at that. He will show you things to come. That can, you know, that can mean prophetically in the sense of, hey, what lies ahead? But that it could also mean personally. God wants to show you personally things to come in your life and give you personally the Spirit of God direction again in your life. So first of all, you must have the Spirit of God so that you can be guided, but then you must also have a, a willing spirit. Amen. You must submit to that. There must be a willingness to be guided. Human understanding and human wisdom will cause conflict in our Christian walk. Boy, how many times, especially I've seen it a lot during this pandemic, the last couple of years, right? People get sidetracked. Why? Because they, they get away from the Word of God and they go to human reasoning. They go to human reasoning about this. And they get caught up in conspiracy theories and they get caught up in this and they get sidetracked by that instead of staying focused on the Word of God, right? Again, don't try to figure it out, faith it out. Trying to solve life's problems in our own will will what? Bring us into conflict with God. We need God's guidance, and we must be willing to submit to it. Submit to it. 
we must realize God is enough. Amen. God is enough for the direction we need in our life. We know these verses, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not, right? Don't lean not what? Unto thine own understanding. Don't let your own understanding, don't let your own underreasoning, amen? Don't rely on those things. Don't, don't, those, don't use those as your support, if you will, when you're trying to make a decision. But it says in verse 6, in all thy ways, what? Acknowledge him, and he shall, and he shall direct thy path. That's what he's there for. The shepherd, that's the whole reason the shepherd's there, is to give guidance and to lead you into the right way and to provide for you. That's why the shepherd is there. Turn over to uh, Psalm 37. Psalm 37. We'll look at some verses here quickly. You know these, uh, this great psalm, verse 1, Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut off like the grass and wither as the green herb. Now here's some good direction right here. Verse 3, Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thy heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospers in the way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself. Look at this and any wise to do evil. So, boy, you just need to highlight those first words in those verses. Trust in the Lord, right? Trust in the Lord. That's what you you, you need to do when you're trying to make an important decision in life, when you're seeking guidance in life. Trust in the Lord. Look at this. Thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself in the Lord. Delight thyself in the Lord, and he shall give thee. Look at that. Look, he shall give thee. Commit thy way in the Lord. What? He shall bring it to pass. He doesn't want you to get stuck in a holding pattern in your life, right? Amen. He wants you to be able to move forward in your life. He'll bring it to pass. Look, rest in the Lord. Here it is. Wait patiently for that. That's what happened. We lose patience, right? Remember, again, I say it again. The Lord's will, the Lord's way, the Lord's timing. Rest in his faithfulness. Don't become impatient, but wait patiently for him. Cease from anger, right? <laughs> Even at God, right? Fret not what? In any wise to do evil. I was talking about fretting. This is, I talk about getting nervous about a situation. This is about trying to take a situation into your own hands. You see, when it's talking about evil here, it's not talking about going out and doing something wicked. Here it's saying, God, when you say to God, listen, I'm going to take care of this in my own wisdom. I'm going to take care of this, amen. I think I can handle this. Lord, you can take the day off, amen. I, I, I got it from here. Well, when you do that, you're doing evil. When you're trusting in your own wisdom, when you're trusting in uh, the wisdom of the world, amen, and you're not trusting in God, whatever's not of faith is what? Sin, and sin is evil. As we delight ourselves in the Lord, right, as we delight ourselves in the Lord and say, Lord, hey amen, uh, I don't know what you can do, but I'm trusting you. I've committed this thing to you. I believe you're going to bring it to pass, amen. I rest in uh, uh, your faithfulness. I'm just going to wait on you. As we delight ourselves in the Lord, he will guide us to delight in the things that please him. And we will have no problem saying, Lord, whatever it is, not my will, but thine be done. That is what we want as believers. 
Amen. As he, as he guides, just getting in, just getting in on what he's already has planned out for our life. So as we finish up here, God has clear ways through which he guides, amen, and uses the Holy Spirit. One thing, of course, we know he does it what? One step at a time. One step at a time. Psalm 37, 23 says this. Again, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Well, you know what? I'm glad that God says the steps. Aren't you glad, amen, that when, when, when God led you in a way or whatever, that he didn't reveal the whole thing to you at once? I can't, I can't, uh, I'm glad the day that God uh, called me to preach or the day God revealed to me he wanted me uh, uh, to be a missionary and go into the ministry uh, 30-something years ago, I'm glad he didn't say, well, Jeff, let's just get this out of the way, okay? All right? You just go to bed, and I'm going to keep your sleep for about three days, and I'm just going to go ahead and throw you, show you how your life's going to unfold. I guarantee you, if he would have uh, uh, showed me everything that was going to unfold in my life once I entered the ministry, after I woke up after three days, I guarantee you, you know what? I probably wouldn't want to get out of bed, <laughs> right? Can I, uh, brother Prime says, amen, brother. Probably wouldn't want to get out of bed, right? If God would reveal to you some of the things that were going to happen in your life at the beginning, say, well, listen, I just want to give you a little heads up what's going to be happening in life. Well, you probably wouldn't want to, to, to get out of bed, but that's why he does it step by step. Thank God. Again, we didn't get the whole path at once. Thank God. Psalm 119, 105 says what? Thy word, we know this, is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path, right? His, his word is what? Our headlights in this dark world. At night when it's dark, we turn on the headlights, right? And what do we do? What do they tell you? Don't drive ahead of your headlights, right? Just go a good speed so that headlights can sow you a section and you know there's not a deer in your path, there's not a pothole in your path, or uh, the road didn't end, or the bridge didn't uh, 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 collapse or whatever. Just, you know, don't drive ahead of your headlights. Just with each section as you see it, amen, keep moving. As, as each section is revealed, as that's how you drive. And that's how God wants us to go through life, amen, as we're guided by his word, guided by his spirit, guided step by step as, as he reveals each section to us, amen. Just step into that section, amen, and trust him. And then as he reveals something else, move on to the next section of the life that he has for you. Again, like the headlights on our car at night, we continue what? Revelation by revelation. As our headlights reveal more, we continue to travel. And that's the way we need to do spiritually as God reveals. And if he hasn't revealed something, people say, well, I don't know what to do. Well, go with the last thing he revealed to you. Don't try to make something up, right? The gifts and callings of God are without repentance. He knows right where you're at. He knows what he has for you. Don't try to get ahead of God. Just like they say, go with what you know. What's the last thing he revealed to you? Well, don't worry. Don't move from that until he reveals something new. You know, uh, when, when, uh, uh, when I came back uh, from Europe years ago, I knew, what the, I, knew, I knew the stop that God had put in my life, but he hadn't revealed yet the next step. And it was quite a while before he revealed that next step. And you know what? I had people, preachers that knew, people, oh, what are you going to do, Stuart? What are you going to do? What do you know? Everybody's wanting to know. You know, people think, you know, and, and don't get caught up in that. You think you got to prove something to somebody or if you don't have something to tell somebody. I said, you know what? I can only go with what I know. And up to this point, God has revealed that next thing he has for me. And so, listen, and until he does, I'm just going to stay in a holding pattern. I'm going to stay in a holding pattern, right? 
Right, Brother Wood? You're still a plane, amen? Even if you're, even if you're just sitting at the, parked at the airport, amen? You, you're not only a plane when you're in the air and on the move. You're still a plane even when you're parked at the airport. And so, hey, I didn't know what, what, what was the next flight God was going to have me take, but I knew I was still a plane, amen? And God had something for me. And boy, when he finally revealed it to me, uh, it, you know, I'm thankful. I look back and see what God has done since then, and I give him the praise and honor and glory for it. So trust the Lord. Amen. He will guide you. We must learn to be attentive to the little things. I heard somebody talk about the other. People always want some big production from God. See, learning to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Learning, uh, amen, uh, when, when, he, when he just reveals something to you. You know, we always, like we talked about Naaman, right? He wanted that big production when he showed up to the prophet. Another good example is when uh, Elisha was uh, in the cave and the Lord showed up. Let me give you these verses, 1 Kings 19, 11, and 12. And he said, Go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, you know this, and a great strong wind rent the mountains and break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. Boy, you know, a, 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 lot of, a, lot, a lot of preachers, like they like those big productions, right? But God wasn't in all that. Let me tell you, God's not a lot of these big productions you see out there today, but he's still in that still, small voice. Again, one of the key things God is trying to teach you in your Christian life is that no matter what's going on in your life, to continue to hear that voice. I say it again. Remember uh, when Adam and Eve sinned, it doesn't say the Lord came down in the cool of the day. That's not what it says. It says the voice of the Lord came down in the cool of the day. You see, that voice they needed to hear. Hey, when they were out in the storm, right? He didn't say, hey, it's Jesus, right? Remember, they thought it was the Spirit. He didn't say, hey, it's Jesus, all right. He said what? It is I. He wanted to see if they recognized his voice. He could have said, oh, it's Jesus, but he said it is I. Hey, do you recognize this voice even in the midst of the storm? And whatever's going on in your life, amen, he just wants you to be sensitive, amen, and have your spirit and your ear in tune, your heart in tune to that voice as he guides you step by step. We must learn to be, give attention to the little things, what we might call the little nudges and nuggets, amen, the little nudges and nuggets from God, if you will. A lot of times, right, it was just that little something uh, in my heart that I knew this is the direction. This is what God wants. This is the assurance, amen. That's what we're going with. So he guides us step by step. And of course, prayer. James 1.5, if any of you lack wisdom, what? Let him ask of God. Never be scared to ask of God about anything going on in your life, any direction, any decision that you need in your life. I want to say this, not only that, as we grow and mature as Christians, our Christian character should guide us. Amen? Maybe not always uh, what to do, but often what not to do. You know, it says this in Proverbs 11.3, the integrity of the upright shall guide them. God will use that. And here's the thing. Uh, I've said this before. The, 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 as we grow as believers, as we get stronger as Christians, the, li the line between what's right and wrong becomes thinner. Hey, when we get saved, we think the line's this big between what's right and wrong. Hey, I didn't go over there. <laughs> At least I didn't go over there. You know, we see this big line. But you know, that line gets thinner and thinner of what's right and wrong as you grow as a Christian, right? Because your heart becomes more sensitive. You know, but when you get first get saved, it's between right and wrong. 
right and wrong. But listen, as you get along, it's between what's, 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 what's good and better. Oh, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that, but this is better. Hey, what they're saying, oh, that's pretty good, but this is better. Doing that's pretty good, but this is better. Listen, I just don't want the good over the bad. I want the better over the good, and then I want the best, amen, or even the better, because that's what God wants to give you, his very best, his very best. He could have he sent somebody else, so to speak, amen. He could have done it another way, but he wanted you, who would he do? When he brought salvation, he gave you his best. He just didn't give you good over bad. He just didn't give you better over good. He gave you his best, and that's what he wants to give you at every step of your life. And that's why we need to let him do the leading and the guiding. As our spiritual character grows, it will also be a guide for us in our lives. So the Holy Spirit guides our steps and stops like he did the Apostle Paul. Right there in Acts 6, it says, and we were forbidden of the Holy Ghost. You know what? I'm not only glad for the, the steps that the Holy Spirit has shown me, but I'm glad for the stops the Holy Spirit has, again, has put in my life. And then the vision, right? There stood a man in Macedonia. So he knows where to stop us, and he knows how to redirect us. Or, or, or what's the big term today? Pivot. Sometimes you got to pivot, right? They talk about in business. Well, sometimes we need to pivot in our Christian life. Amen. And God will give us that direction. I like these two verses, 1 Peter 1, 11 and Hebrews 9, 8. Notice what they say. Searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ which was in them, look at this, did signify. Notice that word. The Spirit of Christ which was in them did signify. Who's, who signified? The Spirit of Christ. Hebrews 9, 8, the Holy Ghost, this signifying. See, that word signify means to manifest, to make known, to reveal. You see, again, God is in the revealing business. Truth reveals, a door reveals, amen, light reveals. You see, and that's what God does in our life. He, he, he signifies things. He's the Holy Ghost is there to reveal God's, uh, uh, the way that God would have us to go in our life. As we walk with God, we'll become more aware of what the Holy Spirit is signifying, is manifesting, revealing, making known to us for the purpose of guiding us. Sometimes you can't really put into words, but you just know the Lord just gives you that assurance. Amen. This is the will of God. This is the way. Walk ye in it. So as God guides, God gives, and God graces for the moment. Psalm 73, 23, and 24 says this. Nevertheless, I am continually with thee. Amen. He's with you without pause. Amen. He's with you without pause. And he wants to guide you continually without pause. Thou hast hold me by my right hand. Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel. Look at this. And afterward, receive me to glory. Well, he wants to guide you with his counsel of this life and one day receive you to glory. But now think about this. When we think about God, amen, guiding us to heaven, we get excited. Believers are excited that one day he will guide us to heaven. But you know what? We need to be excited until that day. We need to be excited that every day he's here to guide us on earth. He's here to guide us on earth. What a wonderful thing it says, and the Lord shall guide thee continually. Amen. Listen, uh, uh, do you have some big decisions you need to make in life? Are you seeking some direction in life? Boy, I tell you, bring it to the Lord in prayer. God wants to help you 
in that young people, you're, you're at an important stage in life. Man, don't make any quick decisions. Don't make any 90% of the time when you make an emotional decision, you make the wrong decision. Don't make emotional uh, uh, decisions. And that's why it's important. We talk about that Christian character, that integrity will guide thee. Young people, let me say this. Listen, uh, the, the, the devil's going to try and slip relationships in your life and other things in your life. And it may, if, you, if you don't have that strong character and integrity, amen, uh, listen, uh, you better uh, ask the Lord to give you that and know, and know the Word of God and be sensitive uh, to the Spirit of God. God tried to teach Samuel that from a young age. Samuel, Samuel. What? He said, listen, that's that voice you better get used to. Go lay down when you hear that voice again from a young age. From a young age, you need to learn to recognize uh, that voice. If you need to be saved today, amen, the Lord is here, and I, the first place the Lord guides you is to Calvary. Amen. That's an automatic. If you're not saved, you need to get to Calvary and get saved today. If you are saved today, listen, is there anything in your life that would put that on pause? Is there anything in your life, amen, that you need to uh, get right with the Lord? Let's pray.